everyone. This is Leslyn Keith. I'm president of the board of directors at the Lipedema Project and director of research. Welcome to Living Well with Lipedema. Today, I'd like to talk about biochemistry versus bioindividuality. These concepts come up a lot in our Lipedema Simplified Facebook groups when we talk about nutrition for the management of lipedema. So I'd like to discuss them a little bit with you today. These are similar sounding and can be commonly mistaken for each other, but they are very different concepts. Biochemistry is all of the chemical and physiological processes that occur in our body. These processes and functions are actually quite similar from person to person. For instance, healthy human metabolism, that is how the body takes in the chemicals from food and either burns them to produce energy or builds parts with them, or stores them for later, is relatively the same for all members of the human race. Looking at a basic level, our cells need certain chemicals or nutrients in order to function. If the proper substances are not available in the correct form or in adequate amounts, cells are not able to function optimally. This is a common characteristic of all the cells in the body. It is true, however, that if one preferred substance is not available, our clever bodies can, in certain circumstances, substitute a different chemical for that missing chemical, but the cell or organ will run the risk over time of becoming compromised. Substitution should only be a stopgap measure until the body actually receives what it really needs. So here's an example. Let's look at the walls around each of the cells in our body. The preferred substance for cell wall construction is actually cholesterol. If adequate cholesterol is not available, the body will incorporate other fats in its place. This can work in the short term, but the strength of those cell walls will be compromised, and over time, those cells will function poorly and break down more easily. This is biochemistry as it applies to all humans. So coming back to human nutrition for a minute, You often hear people talking about there is no one-size-fits-all or one diet that's good for everybody. I suggest to you, though, that because we all share a commonality in basic biochemical functions that make us a member of the human race, that there is a basic framework of nutrition that is optimal for all humans. Certainly, carbohydrate restriction is good for everyone, except for very, very rare instances. But completely within this basic nutritional framework, there is a wide range of variability between people. This is called bioindividuality. For instance, two people can consume a ketogenic diet and get all they need to function optimally, yet be eating completely different things. One person might love spinach, eggs, and fish, while another enjoys cauliflower, cheese, and beef. Both people are eating an optimal diet but they may never eat the identical foods. In this way, bioindividuality accounts for preferences, intolerances, allergies, all those things that may come about due to cultural, genetic, social, environmental, and geographical influences. These are the things that make us unique beings, and we should celebrate them. One major factor in bioindividuality is immune tolerance. Humans exhibit variation on how much of a certain toxin can be tolerated by their immune system. Urushiol, for instance, this is a toxic chemical in poison oak. 
and it can cause an immune reaction ranging from a very mild rash to really badly oozing blisters. The degree of reaction depends on individual levels of immune tolerance. Similarly, the immune reaction demonstrated in lactose intolerance, gluten sensitivity, or a peanut allergy can range from little or no response at all to anaphylactic shock. Finding out what your unique tolerances are, which is learning about your bioindividuality, can be very important to your health. This process of discovery is what we sometimes call biohacking. This is experimentation with different foods to see how your body reacts. Just as important, though, is learning what foods within a ketogenic eating plan give you the most satisfaction. Gratifying your preferences can be key to sustaining any eating plan. Thank you for joining me today. If you haven't already subscribed to our daily flash briefings of tips, tools, and research about lipedema, you can subscribe at Apple, Spotify, or Amazon Alexa, or here at this website, lipedema-simplified.org slash flash, where you'll find an archive of all of our flash briefings. You can now also follow Living Well with Lipedema on Amazon Music and get new episodes when they become available. On Instagram, if you tag at Amazon Music and use hashtag podcasts on Amazon Music, Amazon will share or repost it wherever possible. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll join us again next time for another Living Well with Lipedema Flash Briefing.